This is the Andrew Lake Podcast. If you are a regular listener of the Andrew Lake Podcast, please share your favourite episode, as this will help me find my audience. What you are about to hear is an excerpt from a series titled Tell Me Who Is Speaking. Listen to the introduction episode for a full explanation and important context. It has occurred to me that it's not the voice that does the speaking. It's not the voice where the voice is coming from. The voice is separate to where the voice is coming from. These are two different things. And it's tricky to know where to begin, as it always is. It's tricky to really unravel all of the ramifications of this truth. And I can understand why it's so easy to get caught up in the voice. I can understand why surfaces are so appealing. And we do get caught up so easily in the surfaces of things. How things appear just as bland and as simple as they appear to be. And the voice is one of those things. The sound of a voice is one of those things. And really to answer the question of where things come from, we have to go past the surface. We have to sense beyond just the immediate obviousness. Another thing is to be Careful, or not so much careful, but on guard for cognitive overloading. On guard for having too much happening. A sense of overwhelming, or a sense of confusion, or a sense of not being able to follow along. In that is the moment where you really get the work done. In that is where work starts to happen. That's the work that we're doing. Because when you're confused... You're unraveling things. When you feel like you can't follow, that's when you're finding something new. That's when something is making an impression on you. Does saying what something is make it what it is? Because so much of what we're doing here is telling ourselves what is happening. You must realize that by now. We're saying, we are saying what is happening to us. We are saying what we think is happening. And certain things resonate as true and certain things don't. Certain things seem to be hit and miss. And there are gradients. There's a scale of what is actually happening and what doesn't seem to actually be happening, and that sort of has a kind of correlation with the words that are said. 
And I wonder, is that any way of understanding truth? Is that any way of arriving at the actual fact of the matter of what is happening here? I wonder how far that goes. Is that all that we're ever doing? Is telling ourselves what is happening? Playing out assumptions about what is happening? And what's the alternative? Is there a way to not know? Is there a way to sit in a kind of untruth? Which in itself is actually a kind of more pure truth than being solid and convicted, having a conviction of a non-truth. Really, conviction should be the thing that you want least of. You want to be as most unsure of what is happening as you can. But this isn't to say that you can't take things on from others. There's a paradox here, which is that you need to be able to entertain the ideas of others. You need to be able to listen to others. And in fact, one of the ways you can make your way through this is to believe everything is true. Tell yourself that actually everything is the way that it is. Now, these two things need to be working together. They appear at first as a terrible contradiction. Is everything that's said off the mark of truth, or is everything that's said a perfect expression of truth? And the answer is it's both. It is both. And the way to find both is to take each extreme, to practice each extreme. Because the best way to recognize something is to be familiar to it in its most pure form. So for you to recognize that you are taking something on as true, to recognize that someone is telling you something and you are believing it, you need to know what it means for you to listen to someone or listen to something and believe it. And that goes for yourself as well. Do you believe what you're saying? Can you say something to yourself and notice that you really do believe it? And the same goes for doubt. Can you say something about yourself and realize that you're doubting it? And doubt is a tricky one. Doubt really needs to have a few different things to it. There's really so much that is good about doubt. There's so much that is good about how it unwinds things, how it can open to other things, how it can break down falsehoods. And yet doubt, well... We have this funny saying, self-doubt. I was considering this 
just before. This is something that occurred to me just before. Look at this phrase, self-doubt. Now, sometimes self-doubt is used as this thing where, no, you should believe in yourself, you should be motivated, you should be inspired, you should be willing to work towards your best self. And that's self-doubt. And in so many ways, we say, let's get rid of this self-doubt and come back to trusting in yourself. And yet, in another way of looking at this, we can say, what is the self? What is this self that you are talking about? And what happens to doubt that self? Well, that is to find a deeper nature of what you are. It's to find a deeper essence, to be in touch with a deeper core of your being. It means to see the self that you think is yourself is actually something quite small. It's quite limited. So self-doubt is one of those places where two ideas converge. Along with, well, doubt. That's another idea where multiple ideas or essences of navigating reality converge. And it's quite tricky to pull them apart and make sure that they are separated. It's quite tricky to see where doubt applies. Can you apply doubt consciously? Can you be aware of when it is you're doubting something? And there's a trick to this. There's a trick to all of this. It's a very simple trick, which is do the opposite of what you're thinking. The opposite is always true. Whatever you think, do the opposite. Whatever you say, say the opposite. And really, that's what's happening here. That's what I'm saying right now. Because the very thing I want to say, the thing that wants to be said, is a solid, grounded, unshakable thing. Something without any contradictions. Something without any wrongdoings to it. Something without any corruption. Something pure. If only there was just one thing I could say that would fit into that category. If there was only one thing that I could say. Just a few words. If only I could say a few words that could ring true throughout the rest of everywhere and everyone and everything forever. Forever.